Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kath, the podcast that keeps you up to date with the daily antics of your mother, your Alma, your friend, or whatever Kath Vanderhorst is to you. So grab a glass of Harvey Bristol, put the phone on silent, and let's see what's been keeping our favourite nine-year-old busy this week. A very good evening to you once again, Alma. How are you tonight? I'm very well, thank you, Matt. Excellent. Now, did you get to listen to episode one of the podcast? I did. It's very good. Ah, good. I'm really glad you enjoyed it. Glad you're happy with it. Are you, are you even more yeah. famous around Tainong now than you were beforehand? Are people stopping you in the street? Or... <laughs> yeah. Are you okay. sure you'll be signing autographs in no time? <laughs> now, tell us, what did you get up to this week? What's been keeping you busy? Oh, help. well, today, I'll start with today. Today I had um, Ellie. No, I had uh, Ryan here. Yep. And um, he bought about five boxes of Lego. He was going to do all sorts of things and he did nothing. <laughs> but a fella, came, a fella came and put uh, a railing in my bathroom. And so Ryan dragged out his Bunnings uh, uh, toolkit and um, just about stood in between his legs watching the blog. <laughs> oh, fantastic. <laughs> Ask him right. all these questions. So, yeah. Oh, a nice little learning curve for Ryan. That's fantastic. Yeah, fantastic. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, is Ryan at school at the moment or is that no school down there in no, Victoria? Ryan, Ryan, um, Ryan had to stay. Yeah. 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 He's at um, childcare. Childcare. But yep, he can't okay. go there every. every... Ellie was there today. Yep. Just for the morning, and Sarah was teaching. So, oh, yeah, and of course, I had to go somewhere, so he came, he came here. How was your weekend? Did you have a. Did you get up to anything exciting or just chilling at no, home? No, not really. Nobody came. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody came. Nobody came. <laughs> but they all they gave me a ring, but, um, you know, Peter rang and Franka rings me every day. I think Robert rang me. Um, and I think your mother came with uh, some shopping and things like that. So oh, there you go. That could probably take up a bit of bit of time over the weekend. All the family phone calls, get through all the seven yeah. kids. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good. So, and is there any um, any change in terms of this lockdown down down in Melbourne? Are you? Oh, I don't. I don't think same so. As, same as last week. Oh, I think it's the same as last week. I think okay. we're still um, kilometres. Yeah. So in terms of what you told us last week, all those activities you do with your gardening and these those Mervac people that come and pick you up, there's that's still nothing going on there. That's, that can't be done. No, that, that can't be done. Not at not at the moment. Okay. A shame. So, yeah, it is a shame. Oh, that's right. I went to Mick yesterday because Mick turned fifty-one. The big five-one. Wow. Yeah, that was good. It's a nice little celebration. Yeah. 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 Well, there was that, no visitor. It was just me. Yeah, and Mick's your youngest, so he's the big, big five one. Yeah, they're all, six, they're all over fifty three. now. Well, we might bring tonight's special guest in now. That's right, Matt. Tonight's guest has spent more time in Bali than Chappelle Corby. After a tough day upholding the law, he likes to unwind with a vintage clear skin. It's everyone's self-appointed favourite uncle, Frank Vanderhorst. Uncle Frank, thanks for joining us. No, thank you for the invite. How, how have you been? Yeah, well, I've stopped growing up. I'm now growing out. So, <laughs> uh, at least at least you're growing and not shrinking. Well, yeah, that's right. So, 
But anyway, that's the way it is in lockdown. We've got to look after ourselves. That's Luckily, true. my fridge is close by, so. <laughs> How has it um, impacted you in terms of visiting visiting Omba? Because you were a regular, weren't you? Um, you were ducking up there on, on a regular basis, bringing some nice goods from the Provador, I believe. Yes, well, it's uh, well, it's been difficult. I mean, we haven't been up to go there, so and uh, now that they've put a um, uh, a ring of steel where the police will uh, find you if you um, if you go down that way, uh, we can't go there. Whereas uh, when it was Mum's birthday, the ring of steel was at Longwari, whereas now it's at Narnagoon. So can't come forward. Um, yeah. yeah, so because on Mum's birthday, I'll be, I'll drop off a little basket of them. Um, Things that she might like, so I couldn't see it. So I just, I just, I just left it on the doorstep for her. So, uh, so and then rang up to make sure that she got it in case someone else knocked it off. So, uh, yeah. now, being a um, a policeman yourself, you can't just flash the badge or just uh, give a stern warning to these constables to let you through, or doesn't. <laughs> Oh, Matt, I'm a pillar of society and I've got to set the example, as you know. <laughs> so, That's true. Uh, you know, I can't just, I just can't be flouting the law and um, <laughs> putting in fake work permits to go and go to the tip and things like that. I can't be, uh, can't be doing that. No, lead by example, Frank. You're doing a great job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that. Yeah. No, but anyway. Now, what I thought we'd. Uh, um, have a chat tonight about Frank being one of seven kids in, in of Alma and Alpa. Um, yeah. Was a bit of sibling rivalry. Now I'm assuming that five, because five of those kids were boys, that growing up with four other brothers, there would have been a bit of sibling sibling rivalry. Am I am I correct in saying that? Well, there was actually because uh, meal times was um, um, very ordinary. Sometimes if you didn't get in there, well then you uh, you miss out. So hence. Mick being the youngest, the smallest, he remained small. So since everyone else got in before him, we just pushed him out of the way, the poor little bastard. So, so Mick was eating the crumbs off the floor, was he? And then Mick got... Well, I remember if, a, they, if I say, oh, take Michael this year, they all used to say, do we have to take that little shit? <laughs> well, he doesn't run very fast, Mum, when we're on our bicycles. So, you know... Uh, just keep in mind, I'll, I'll give each of the siblings a right or apply at some point in time. So, we'll. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Still got some details that you flicked. Hey? Still got some of the details that you flicked between oh. you and John. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was very I was very good at that. I practiced on my kids, actually. So, <laughs> lick the much of their great delight. The happening? Yeah. No, no, he just dipped it in the, in the sink water. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, nice. just the sink water, and uh, just gave it that little um, extra <laughs> zing in it. Yeah. Oh, uh, now, uh, what was the yeah. age range between you guys? So, who was the oldest boy? Was it Johnny or Pete? No, Peter. Pete, Pete, Johnny, Bob, Frank, Mick. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Peter was. Um, oh, I can't. I recall a lot of, about. What Peter did, but he was um, he was very uh, engineer engineering minded, so to speak. So he would he'd like to make rockets and things like that. So, well, uh, the only, <laughs> no, we used to launch the rockets and um, 
I think we had to go at one stage. We had to go into the next door neighbours because a rocket had gone through the tiles, <laughs> landed on the plaster ceiling. Uh, that was in Darnham, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, yeah, but I think Johnny got they were cleaning the bottom of the lawnmower, and I think they'd put it on stilts or something like that. And Johnny was underneath it, and it collapsed on him or something like that. So I think Peter was smart enough because he was older to work out that well, this is not going to be good. And he would send somebody else under there to do the to do the work. So, uh, yeah. So it wasn't. So was there typically sporting rivalries, or like you said, like some some of you guys were academics, some of you guys were more hands on than others. Um, was there any rivals in, in, sort of in that sort of sense? Like were you guys all playing football, or were you guys doing something all together? Where they'd be no. like, oh, you played a shit game this weekend, mate, or you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> no, it was wasn't. I love a sport there. I don't know much about Jenny and Wilma, but Peter played footy for a little bit with um, Nilma, Darnham Nilma, uh, and then I think he gave it away. Johnny played um, a bit. I played with Johnny a few times. I probably played most footy. Uh, Robert, I think, tried at one stage and couldn't be bothered or didn't know how it worked. And, and then Mick, I don't think he ever did anything, so... Apart from hang around and be a bad smell, so <laughs> I, I can't. Shouldn't say that about poor old Mickey. Yeah. There's always something got one. So, <laughs> but um, but oh. yeah. But we used to blue. There was always a, a decent blue to be had every now and again. And uh, it seemed yep. that Peter and Robert would um, would team up, and then it'll be Johnny and me. So, you know, we always sort of um, we had people on our sides. So. When, you, when you say blue, like how, how far did the blues get? Like full on punching <coughs> or is it just sort of more rough and tumble? Um, well, I do remember a, um, um, a hole put in the wall at, uh, at Tynong. Actually, <laughs> Mum will be up the point of that when she's there next. Because um, uh, the, the old man, used to, he was in the railways, of course, and he'd, he'd go off to where it was uh, for the week and then yep. he'd come back and... Um, anyway, I think they did this on the Thursday night before he turned up. Um, but anyway, they plastered it and put the wallpaper back up. And <laughs> I was, was going to say uh, because all, all of you are quite handy with um, with construction in terms of you're doing a lot of renovations for Alma in the past. So I was going to say, did you, did you boys quickly slap up a bit of uh, plasterboard and get that sorted out? I think it was Peter and Johnny were involved, so it was them two. Because yeah. um, I was still at school, I think I would probably been about 14 or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah I didn't have to trouble myself for that. I let them do it. So, <laughs> outsource, right? So, it was all yeah. done at midnight, yeah? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I can only remember the hole in the wall thinking to myself, oh, that's not good. And <laughs> <laughs> when Alpha arrived home, did he admire the uh, <laughs> admire the work you'd done in, in patching it all up? Was he more annoyed at the Guys well, Mum would have to tell the story with that because I wasn't really there when he turned up. So, but I'm led <laughs> to believe he did go out and have a look at it, and he couldn't see it. So, yeah. we probably I told him it's that about two o'clock in the morning. He said, "Are the, the boys uh, were the boys all right?" And I said, "Well, they put a hole through your new wall." And he said, "You know, <laughs> I won't say what he said." Not for me, he said. So he jumped out of bed and he said, "Where, where, where?" And he looked. But they did such a good job, he couldn't find it. Oh. It would have been a proud moment for him. 
It was actually. I think he was more pleased that um, they could fix it rather than <laughs> look to him. So, yeah. And how did you um, how did you deal with all this, Alma, with with seven kids growing up? As Frank just mentioned, Opa sounded like he's a bit away with the railways a bit, so he would have had majority of the week just with seven kids. Was it did the did the older girls, Jenny and Wilma, help out a bit in terms of raising these oh, boys, yeah. keeping them yeah. in line, or? But life was a lot simpler in them days. The kids were outside, playing outside. Half the time I didn't know what they were doing. But, <laughs> <laughs> but they were all in their bed at night, so. That's Except New Year's Eve. Yeah. Except New Year's Eve. Oh, New Year's Eve. Sneak back in the next day, Frank? <laughs> no, nah, well, that snuck in that night. Mum was awake because the uh, telephone exchange was still there, so. Ah, right. We, uh, We've got, um, yeah, we've got a bit of trouble with that, but anyway. Yeah. So. Frank, do you remember the motoclopper? Did you ever cop that? Uh, yes. We, Am uh, I saying that right? Yeah, motoclopper, yeah. Motoclopper. And what, uh, get to explain what a motoclopper is. Um, well, it is, um, <laughs> it is actually used to, um, to beat the dust out of a... Um, um, a mat of some description, like a piece of carpet or something like that. So you'd hang it over the fence and then you'd get to it and belt the shit out of it and all the dust and shit would fall out. <coughs> Unfortunately, Mum uh, used it as um, to try and tan our asses, but um, <laughs> not very successful, I might add. Um, so, um, yeah, so, but, and, and wooden spoons, of course, so they disappeared on a regular basis. So, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Uh, the trick was to, as you were running away, was to try and close the door behind you so that she wouldn't be able to catch you. And uh, that gave you more distance because, um, yeah, after about half an hour, I think you were pretty safe that the motoclopper was being put away and uh, she'd calmed down. So, Because this, I've seen this, this motoclopper. Um, it's, not, it's not a wooden spoon size. It's a good, what, metre, metre and a half? So yeah. you, need a bit, you need a fair yeah. backswing to wind up and get a bit of motion there. So. It would, uh, after after a while, oh yeah, I was going to say after half an hour, it'd be quite, quite tiring for Alma to <laughs> wheel it around. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why we figured that if we could get about twenty yards away from her, then we were quite safe. But the old man, it was about he had to get about forty yards away because he's uh, he was reasonably accurate with a piece of wood or a hammer or something <laughs> like that. So, so you had to have other skills. You had to dodge and weave so that you ran in a straight line while you you were going to get hit in the back of the head. <laughs> so. So, because uh, you don't want him, he didn't want him to catch it because he he did what he called the dead leg. He punched in the thighs <laughs> yeah. and cork you, and so you couldn't run. So you'd be crawling away, and then he'd come and bloody will give you another couple. Just to, no, he wound, wound you first, and <laughs> then you crawl away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Nice. Ah. <laughs> different, different Nothing wrong with corporal punishment, is there? No. Nah. I was going to say, some kids probably need that these days. Although, mm. I can't dish that out anymore. Um, now, I plan to ask this to every guest, Frank, that comes on. Is there one certain memory, you've probably got a, a ton, that um, that sticks in your mind about, about your mum, whether it be from a childhood or when you're an you know, adolescent or even you, uh, you know, once you had kids yourself? Is there anything, probably hard to pinpoint one exactly, but. Well, yeah, I mean, there are a number of um, things that mum tended to lose her mind very at a very, very early age, or it seemed to be. Um, I remember we searched 
high and low for the safe keys on a number of occasions because she needed the safe keys to open the post office. Yeah, yeah. And I think they've found in the freezer a couple of times. Um, <laughs> Alarm bells. Yeah, just because it's five to nine, mum's trying to open the post office and she needs the safe keys and, oh, where are they? And, of course, we'd end up having to go into the... And Dad took the wrong keys and he took them to the railway station somewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't sort of have a specific memory I can say, oh, well, that was um, one of the best or that was one of the worst or anything like that. I just, no, it was good. It was always, mum was always there and always maybe custard in the morning before going, going to school. That's because I was her favourite, of course, as you would know. <laughs> so... It doesn't. It doesn't sound like you, any of you guys missed out in, in anything, really. Um, I mean, seven kids is a lot, and it would have been, well, tough for any family to sort of raise seven kids. But you're all, um, like you started off with Frank. You're all one of every one of you is pillars of society, and you've done a great job raising your own kids. And you, most of you, all got grandkids as well now. So she must have done something right along with Olga. Well. Um, it's a testament to, to both of them, actually. That the fact yeah. is that um, you look at every one of the uh, her or their siblings um, have got um, good, steady jobs, um, and yeah, you know, they're fulfilling jobs as well. You know, like we're all, you know, Johnny's in the railways, Peter's a computer programmer, or, or doing something along those lines. Robert likes driving his trucks or his excavators and all that sort of stuff. Uh, Mixed um, working uh, for Maybury, doing certain things. Um, you know, we're all in, in varied um, jobs and all that sort of stuff, but we've never been a day out of work. No. Um, you know, so, you know, whereas other families um, that you come in contact, and obviously I tend to deal with the, crap, the shit of society, you just see how bad, you know, some of those families have been and, you know, and you look at the old man and you just shake your head and say, well, the apple's not going to fall far from the tree here, mate. And, uh, and you can see, and you see where they are. So, um, yeah, mum should be very proud of her kids to a certain extent because, you know, they've all been successful. And, um, and uh, yeah, oh, I'd have to say I'm proud of mum, you know, for the way that she's been. And, you know, she ran a business as well. So, you yeah. know, against the, against the tide or against the, you know, in the times where, you know, women traditionally sort of were just staying at home and, and not really doing much, um, you know, so... Yeah, she's had a good life, I think, Mum, and yeah, hopefully it keeps going for quite some time. So, mm. all right, we might um, jump into the mailbag now. Yeah, question this week is uh, from Becky from Garfield, and she writes, "Hi, Omar. You've been to so many places in this world. Which one would you say was your favourite? And can you do an episode sharing your travel stories?" So, Omar, what's uh, your favourite destination? Oh, my favourite destination was Egypt. Egypt. And you went there yeah, just was, a couple of years ago, didn't you? I was nearly too old. Pardon? When did you go to Egypt? Oh, 15. 2015, I think. It was about five years ago. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. And uh, because when the, I had a birthday party and... Uh, and they asked me, was there anything I still wanted to do? And I said, look, I always wanted to go to Egypt, but I've left it too late. And they said, no, no. And Jenny said, I'll come. 
And then Peter said, yeah, oh, oh, Dawn, Dawn was coming. And of course, Peter came then. Robert came on board. And Wilma, your mother. And it was the best time. It was, we had a private, um, it was a private tour. We had a little bus and a an, an, um, an, uh, tour guide. He was very good. And, uh, and a driver. And he drove us around and he took us wherever we wanted to go. And it was great. And you were, so you were eight, 85 at the time, and I've seen the pictures of you um, up on, on riding camels in front of the, uh, the Great Pyramids, which <laughs> yeah, is that a, a real <laughs> iconic shot, I think, of your life, 85 and on a camel. Yeah. It's a testament to your attitude of giving anything a go. Yeah. No, that was a great trip, yeah. Yeah, we sailed the Nile. We had a little, um, oh, what do they call these little boats? Dinghies? Uh, Oh, yeah. I'm not sure what they called me. I've forgotten. Yeah. No, so, and we could, we stayed on board. You know, we had um, we had sleeping quarters there, and uh, and they were all fellas. There was no women on board except us, but they were very good. These fellas, you know, they uh, they did everything to please us. Yeah. The captain even asked us, um, "Would we like to see his village?" So one night. We said, yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go. So he took us out to his little village and all the women were sitting around the corner, you know, covered from head to toe. And, um, and we were sitting around this table and there was, and there was the fellas there. They, were, they had these, um, what did they call them, these pipes? Shishas? Shishas, yeah, yeah, shisha. Yeah, shisha. Anyway. Bongs, I think. <laughs> so one of the blokes, I sat next to this old bloke. I was meant to sit with the women, but we sat at the table with the fellas, and the, and the women there, they were all covered, and they thought it was just. <laughs> so he gave me his pipe, and he said, have a go at it. I didn't get many bubbles, but I got a go. <laughs> Robert did better than what I did. You start getting a bit lightheaded, or? Uh, David, no, it was just flavoured water, I reckon. Yeah, right. Did you get the munchies? Did you get the munchies? <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great trip, but it was such a good trip. We, we, whatever these people suggested, we, we, we played the game. You know, we didn't, we, we weren't really tourists. You know, whatever they suggested, we said, yeah, we, we'll, we'll go in there, we'll do that, and that's what made the trip so, uh, so great. At one stage, when we got there, we were in Cairo and we found this cake shop, and you know what your mother is like. Yep. And it was a really continental cake shop. And we stood in the front of the window. We said, oh, aren't they nice? So we'll have to go and get some. So we bought this beautiful cake, beautiful cake, took it to our motel. And in the motels, you haven't got anything. You haven't got a knife and a fork or a spoon or a cup or anything. So um, there we were with this cake. And we said, now, yeah, what the hell are we going to do this? Robert said, Took his credit card out, polished it all up, and he said, this will do for the knife. Peter was ripping up the box, and he said, the box we don't need. Put your bit of cake on the <laughs> on a bit of cardboard. So, you know, and things like that, and that really made made a great, uh, yeah. Oh, that's great. That's good good memories. Isn't yeah, it? Yes. it was, yeah. And, and at one was... stage, when we were driving around, and we were, we were not supposed to be there, so... Our driver told us to uh, duck down, and poor old Jenny, you know, she had a bit of weight on her. She had she was crossed between the two seats, oh, right? <laughs> because 
if we were pulled up, I would have looked in the car and we were meant to be in there. <laughs> but anyway, so it yeah. sounds a bit dangerous, isn't it? No, it was a great day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was a wonderful, wonderful trip. And was that your was that your last big overseas trip? No, no, no. After that, I went to Russia. Oh right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we might yeah. Um, yeah. we might save the Russia one for our travel episode, just yeah. because um, yeah, you've been to so many places around the world, and yeah, I really want to delve into some of these other places you've been to as well. So yeah, thanks yeah. for sharing. Hope that answers your question, Becky. All right, Frank. Thank you very much for uh, joining us this week on. Conversations with Kath. It's all right. My pleasure. Oh, I do away. have a question. Yes, yeah, far away. Um, now, Mum. Yes, Frank. When you, um, who decided the names of the kids? Was it you or Dad? Great question. Me. Because you we did. had so many of them. So we decided, I had a calendar and it was a Catholic calendar. And I looked at the calendar and I thought, if Frank was born on a certain date, the, 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 because at, then, that, at that time we went to the church, you know, every Sunday. Yeah, we, I um, remember. Uh, you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you wouldn't sit still. And Johnny used to pinch the, the money out of the plate. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> and try to blow the candles Classic. out up on the altar. But anyway, that's how you were named here. Right. So, well, only because because my initials, as you would know, is Frank Andrew Vanderhorst, which is Fave, which is clearly you had that in mind <laughs> when you named me because I would be your Fave, your favourite. Am I? What's I? Well, clearly, that's what it is because Robert, after me, RS, rat shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, fair enough. <laughs> is that, well, that's an accurate. Is that correct or not? Yes. Subconsciously, yeah, I think I might have been doing that. Yeah. Jenny, Jenny, mm. Jenny and Vilma. Jenny was called after my mother and after um, Dad's mum because they happened to be both Johanna. Yes. And you, other, and Vilma. <laughs> Was named after the Dutch queen, Wilhelmina. Right. And I was named because I was your favourite, Frank Andrew Vanderhorst. And, and when you got to John, were you just clutching at straws that what to use? Hey. Name him after Opa? Yeah. Run out of names? Pardon? Did you run out of names for Uncle John? Or were you following your. John, he Catholic was not well. John, and after Opa, you know, yeah, that's Opa. Opa, John's uh, dad. Yeah, he was John Vanderhorst too. Oh, Peter, Peter, sorry, Peter John. What's Johnny's middle name? Uh, John Gerald, after Uncle Gerald. JG. JG. Oh. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair. That's a good question, Frank. Yeah. All right. Now, to all those well, listening wanna... out there, I was just going to say, if you do have any questions you want to to get to Alma to to answer, just throw it on the Facebook page, and we'll uh, we'll read them out. So, sorry, Frank, in interrupted you there. You have to think. No, that that's it. 
That's it. All right. Great. Yep. Thank you very That's much for coming it. on, Frankie. Becky, you're in the background very there. Good. Thanks again for getting all my – shall we able to turn it on the iPad? Again? Yes, yes. Yes, <laughs> yes still got it. Yeah. Right. Still got our mask on, doing the right thing. Thank you. And Alma, Good thanks work, again Beth. for um, jumping on. Appreciate it. Thank you very much for doing this, um, Matt. No worries. We'll do it all again next week. Thanks for uh, tuning in to Conversations with Kath and have a great week. Yeah.